0: it so then you don't have to. Today, we have NBA playoffs. Little bit of news in the NFL. We got the draft coming up. Uh, of course, MLB. And then a shit ton of news in college basketball. Stick around for that. We're joined here with Coin. He is back. Uh, lots of basketball to talk about, so he's going to help us out with that. But let's start with the NBA playoffs. Wolves and Grizzlies tied at 2-2 now. So... You guys don't have a protester. You blow a 26 point lead. You get another protester. You win the damn game. Now that security guard that laid that fucking hit. I'm just going to bring that up quick. He should be in the USFL. Unbelievable. If you guys, if you guys listened last week to my breakdown of how the USFL went, this guy could definitely be signed at any fucking time. But, uh, just to talk about the games now, this, all right, game four compared to game three, the sum the summary of it is
1: cat just grew a pair of balls. Am I wrong? Am you know what? Wrong? You know what? Fucking sparked that? John Morant talking so much shit on Twitter about it. like, yeah. what is John doing like thinking he's Michael Jordan? Shit. Exactly. Like, what? Man, oh John. yeah, it's
0: real fun to talk shit when you're up. Blah. blah you're up two to one.
1: No, John exactly. like, it's like you're up two one. Like, what are you talking so much about? And he like he. He reposted that thing where Kat's like, oh, we're in Minnesota now when they're up by so much. Like, you know the video. And then they blew it. But Ja re, like, reposted that. I'm like, dude, you he has not had a good series at all. I don't care what you say. He's burying this team.
2: No, I just find it funny that Ja thinks he's like fucking he God's gift so to fucking shit. Guess, Okay, what, what, what year is this for Ja? His third year in the league? He threw, Logan, he threw the basketball up in the air when they, beat, when
1: they came back and beat us. It's 2-1. And we have no. another game in Minnesota.
2: I think I thought it was so funny because, like, all you guys are, like, switching up on us, like, get out of here. I'm like, nobody switched up on you. We just saw it was a tie series one-to-one. We saw so that we all,
1: Timberwolves can
2: like the, probably beat you we guys. We saw the Timberwolves, yeah. It's like, we're not saying, like, the series is over. We're just saying, like, oh, shit, like, the seven seed is now stolen a game at your place, like. No, you know what made me
0: fucking pissed off was, so obviously, when you guys blew that 26-point lead, a lot of people were, like, talking shit, like, oh, that's a dagger in their back, blah, blah. When do you, like, kind of go into the locker room with confidence? So, like, hey, we had twice where we had 25-plus-point leads. Like, we can beat these fuckers, and it's like, we just need to close out the game. And, like, for me, if I was – so, like, I mean, I've had this happen before in games where, like, you just watch – you just watch these games where you're like, uh, the better team didn't win tonight. And like, that's happened to the T Wolves in this series. If it goes seven, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think the T Wolves are like clearly the better team. They just need to play like the way they should. And they're
1: perfectly fine. And what I love about it, yeah, like, like all you said, it's like you lit a fire under Cat now. Like, he's just going to, bo- he's now he realizes, like, okay, I mean, I can take over. I win any game I want. And like, Ja, he, he, yeah, they're a two seed. It's his like it's his second year in the league, third year in the league, something like that. I don't even know. And he's and it's his first playoff appearance. And they're a two seed. And he's acting like he's got three or four championships under his belt. And he knows what like, dude, this is your first year. To, like, he's gonna he's caring way too much about these little wins they have. It's like the Timberwolves are just coming out and just balling every win Memphis had so far has acted like you talk about shit about the Timberwolves act like we won the championship after we beat uh the Clippers. Every, the two games Memphis beat us they act like they're the fucking top of the world and like they're the
2: 96 bulls. Oh, that's a fucking fact. Like, I, mean, I don't know why he just thinks he has the right to do it. He he's does. not that he's not playing that good. Does he understand that? Like he's burying his you, team. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, as no, like, and then he can say everything he wants about them stealing one at Minnesota. Like, you are a two-seed playing against a seven seed. If you don't steal one at the other place, you clearly didn't do your fucking job. Like win win a fucking game at like the other place. That's what you're supposed to do as a two-seed playing a seven seed. So he needs to shut the fuck up and, and just play.
1: It's gonna hurt. Just, him. I, I, I liked I used to like Ja. He's starting to turn into a fucking villain because so other than game one that they got smoked, he had 32, but he shot 20 free throws. Then he had 23 and a loss. I mean, he said he had a double double. Then he had in that win, he had 16, and then he had 11. Like, he's not playing good. Desmond Bain's putting the and uh, Dylan Brooks are putting the team on their backs right now. Jaron Jackson's a bum too.
2: Oh my god, I was about to kill Desmond Bain. When we were at the game because just kept fucking making every shot. Desmond and, and Dylan Jesus Brooks Christ.
1: are the easily the two best players on this team right now. Ja, every time he show, we're watching the game, Logan. Oh, Saturday. And every time Josh ja shot a three, he shot two threes and they weren't close. I'm like, that's exactly what we wanted in that situation.
2: No, we said that when we were watching the game, like after we were there, he shot a three and Luke goes, yep, that's what we wanted. <laughs> right away. He just yells it. I'm like, yep. All right. Usually you don't want the best player on their team shooting, but fucking jaw can do one thing. He's running the fucking lane and throw his hands everywhere and fucking free. F- when it gets
1: late crunch time, ja and crunch time, you got to take him out of the game. Cause all he does is try to go to the basket and throw a fucking shot up in the air and try oh, to get yeah. out. It's like, oh, he's still yeah. out of control. The refs don't call it half the time. Cause he's so out of control.
0: No, I was saying though, I was saying though, when I was uh, impaired, I said, uh, jobber And I think it was game three, ate more wood than a porn star. Cause he was on the <laughs> floor the entire game. Every time he'd go up, he just fall on the ground and he's just like laying on the ground And, like, there are some calls that are, like, all right, if they called a foul there, one doubted. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That whole game, I'm like, fuck, this is totally different. Like, switching from just only watching college basketball to this, like, it is a way (laughs) easier game for officials. But, uh, I mean, still, in your guys' series, these officials are fucking crazy. But, I mean, they're playing fucking physical ball right now.
1: Yeah, no, the Timberwolves, like, I love the Timberwolves are at 2-2 and easily should be at 3-1. Like, you don't think we, I was saying this the whole, the whole night. I'm like, Memphis is the softest place to play in the league. Like I, it's basically a fucking home game. Timberwolves are running there. Like no problem. I ain't even worried about Memphis. Yeah,
2: and then like, guess what? Fuck. It comes
1: back to Minnesota for, you yeah. know.
2: That's just funny. Like, oh fuck. We got to go play at Memphis. <laughs> like, No one's scared of that.
1: Like there's so, <laughs> they're just a, the definition of like a team that just got so ahead of themselves because they're a young team and like they're winning and shit. It's like. They don't. They're just getting to calm down. It seems like if I if I was a, a Memphis fan, I'd be like, calm, or calm the fuck down. If I was neutral, like they need to chill and not act like they're on top of the world. They haven't done anything.
2: They literally have like. two They tied the series. They the series against a seven seed that they're supposed to be sweeping or winning in five. Like well, I just, like, I just hate. Correct. I just hate
0: Memphis in general because Young Dolph got shot there. Like.
1: What a shit city. I mean, if John Morant doesn't learn how to shoot the damn ball, he's going to turn into Westbrook.
2: <laughs> oh, I can see it. But, Luke, the other thing is, too, it's like – it's not like – okay, I'm not saying t are bad, but I'm like – it's not like they're playing the seven seed, like, the fucking Nets. Like, a Nets could easily be a one seed if they want.
1: Yeah. If they're like, but, like healthy, these, Yeah, yeah,
2: like, if they're healthy. But, like, obviously they're not. But I'm just saying, like, you're – beat. like, I'm not saying t are bad. I think t honestly still are going to win this series. But it's like you're not playing the fucking – fucking yeah fucking phoenix well anyway we'll
0: we'll move on to coins boston celtics so they're up 3-0 in the nets what a shit show of an organization right now uh ben simmons looks like he should be terrorizing gotham right now fucking blake griffin gets into the game this like this what's it called i don't know Fucking time stamp or whatever of Blake Griffin getting in, either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown just literally attacking only Blake Griffin. Like they'll get it screen, have Blake Griffin come out of them, and they'll just score on him no problem. But then Blake Griffin would come down and hit a fucking three. So so Blake makes two threes in a row, comes back down, misses the third one, then he's just done for. Then the fucking Celtics just took off on him. But uh no, like this whole series is just blowing my mind. Like the. Nets are like the most like mentally soft team I've ever seen in my life, and the Celtics are like I hate that like two coins Cohen, horn here, but like watching the Celtics, I fucking love watching them. They just
1: have dogs on their team. Um, KD and Kyrie Irving are the biggest frauds ever. Like <laughs> their they're they're,
0: skin is paper thin.
1: Paper, they're proving. Like, they, they're proving everyone's point as to Kyrie got carried by LeBron and Katie got carried. He had to go to the Warriors just to win. They're proving the point you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the same basketball team and you can't fucking win a, a game. Kevin Durant, what's the most he scored he, like in this, in this series. Yeah. I think he had like almost 31 day all on free throws. Yeah. 18 of 20 from the free throw line, 27 points. Like that was his one game good. He had like, Kyrie had the one good game, too. He went 0-7 at home in this one. And Ben Simmons, you could not – like, he wore every color of the rainbow at a place that their court is black. The whole entire stands, because you're black and gray and white is your colors, everything is black. And he's sitting
0: sitting on that fucking cushion that makes him look like he's, like, nine feet tall. Like, he looks like he's sitting on a fucking throne with his dumbass glasses
1: on. Like, I mean, what the this, fuck this is he a, trying to do? The Nets had a good thing going before they traded for Harden. Their starting lineup would have been Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, and Karis Lavert.
0: Joe Harris playing like shit though, like all yeah, year. But
1: so yes, yeah, so, but like that's a that's a good team. Yeah, Jared and Allen. So they have I'd Andre Drummond Allen. running the center, and Nicholas Claxton. Like <laughs> these guys suck. These guys, the Nets are, are suck. Kyrie and KD can't win. They're like supporting cast
2: guys. No, okay. I just, I don't even want to like hype up my team too much, but the defense is what's winning for the Celtics. There's oh. no question about that. Yes. I'm not even to say, you can't even say like Kyrie and KD are playing bad. If you watch the games, Grant Williams and Jason Tatum are guarding KD, and KD can't go anywhere. He's getting thrown around. There's no superstar treatment going on. because there's Because there's new superstar in town. It's fucking Tatum. He owns his fucking league. Top 5 league. New
0: haircut Tatum. Put that he in the conversation a, a, with, like, Jersey Mike, Kobe, Gangside, John Wall, fucking um, all that shit. This is the exactly. take I
1: had. I put a future Celtics with a championship. I was going to, because but it wasn't. For this reason, they have the best defense in the league, like, every By single far. category. By far. By far. Usually teams that do that. Best defense player, too. offense. At, like, end of the games, they can't. they don't have, like, a go-to guy because – majority of times superstars aren't good defense players and like they can't play offense. Like, uh, the, the heat, for example, like obviously they're one seed, but they have good defense, but they, do they have the scoring at the end of the game? Blah, blah, blah. These guys have two really good closers with Tatum and Brown and they're the best defense in the league. So it's like, what else can you want? And the Bucks with Middleton's hurt. So,
0: and he only plays good every three games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. It's just I can't see these guys losing just how good a defense they play down the stretch. Like they're never, they're always going to be in the game. Like they've been down to the Nets two out of these three games, but then they just play, keep playing defense, keep sticking to their guns, and then Tatum and uh, Brown in the last eight minutes of the game are probably the best players on the planet. They don't miss. They miss all game until the end. Well, anyway.
0: Moving into the next series, we have the Suns versus Pelicans. So D-Buck goes down, huge deal. This is like the epitome of the Chris Paul playoff curse. Like he's just ridiculous. Like I feel so fucking bad for him. But C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, like what the fuck? Like giving these guys fits right now. It's I I think I said this, but the series tied two two, and it's like holy shit. Like I do want the Suns to come out of this because like I they are the way fucking better team, but it's just they. Chris Paul is, like, the unluckiest basketball player of all time.
1: I don't I don't like – no, the thing is, Chris Paul, you're a one-seed playing an eight-seed. You lose Devin Booker, you should still fucking win the game. Oh, for yeah, sure. for sure. Chris Paul, like, so good or whatever, like, you should still win this series at least in six. Or at least five, honestly. You're playing the eight-seed. These guys were – these guys aren't even an eight-seed either.
2: They're yeah, like they're a nine or
1: ten. Playing, yeah. So – like, I don't care. You, they can't guard Brandon Ingram. No one on the Suns can. It's imp- it's crazy. But let me tell you, Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado. <laughs> I mean, Alvarado. No,
0: Alvarado Ed, all year has been having like, a great year. That- and I just, like, keep getting shit, like, on my Instagram feed about Alvarado or whatever. I'm like, what? Like, this guy's
1: a bucket? Like what? Game one, did you see? No, he's not a bucket. He had five points. He doesn't or, Um, Like, no, I mean, like, he's just fucking um, baller. Like- game one, did you see he tried to sneak up on Chris Paul's yeah, little I'll- signature? And Chris Paul like- goes, get out of here. What does he do? End of the game, like five minutes left, picks Chris Paul. And CJ McCollum told him, he's like, you're not going to get it. Like, he's like, you're not going to get it from CP3. And Herb Jones.
2: Oh, my God. Did you guys watch this to fight, game? He was trying to fight the whole other team. He was trying to fight all Herb the sons, Jones, even their fans. He was like. Did you, did if you told me.
0: Him? No, if you told me that Herb Jones was playing great basketball, I'd be like, when? In the fucking 60s? I no, I.
1: Dude. You're not a Herb Jones guy then no, no. Yeah, I Luke, talk about Herb Luke, Herb I'm all saying the time. what
0: his name like by his name. Oh like okay. if somebody Herb said Jones. if somebody said yeah this Herb Jones guy for the Pelicans just killing it, you'd be like, What the fuck? Like I thought the Pelicans weren't a team in the
1: sixties. Like what we I mean, <laughs> we saw how dysfunctional Alabama is, and he led that team to a regular season championship and SEC player of the year. He was just a guy. But did you see his blocks that he had? It was fucking hilarious oh, three guys are shooting three points he comes out of nowhere and just flies and blocked get, and the best part is he's sitting on the ground of the basket end of the game Chris Paul goes to help him up he didn't even acknowledge he just like sat there <laughs> and waited for his teammates to come teammates pick him up Chris Paul just like like what the fuck he goes up. he's just such a I just love it Herb Jones the is fucking like fucking menace I mean I thought I think I told Logan a couple of times like he's like the best defender in the in the league I said I no, I said that's fine. I
2: think you, Logan. I
1: mean, he's a yeah, rookie. Yeah, you did.
2: You did. You told me that when he was coming in. You're like, he will be one of the best defenders in the league. I was like, okay, sure. Because it was Alabama, and I fucking hated them.
1: Here, he's a dog. Him and, oh. him and Al-
2: Alvarado. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Joe, do you remember watching Al- – do you know where Alvarado played in college, Joe? Oh, my God. I fucking no idea. Him. He played at Georgia Tech last year. You remember how they had, that team. With, they had a point guard with – a point with cornrows. He won defense player in the single Jordan
0: Tag basketball
2: game last year. Coin, they made the tournament, yeah.
0: They
2: well, won the I ACC.
1: Still, I still
0: yeah, didn't dude, watch it, no, him.
2: but that's how I knew who he was. And I, right when I found out he was like actually doing something, the NBA texted Luke. I go, This is one of my favorite players in the NBA.
1: He won because he just you won Depoy in the ACC
2: last year. I know, dude. No, <laughs> do you see like when he got that steal on Chris Paul, immediately flexes during the middle of the play, and he's like not even looking. Like I think McCollum had the ball. And like Herb Jones, like was obviously yeah. more open. Pass it like, to Herb but Jones. McCollum McCallum I think, was literally looking at like or Alvarado, like about a pass it to him. He goes, Fuck, he's not even looking. So we had to go <laughs> to Herb Jones. I was laughing my ass off when I saw
1: that. This team is so much fun. And Chris Paul, I'm the me and Logan are probably the biggest fans of like true point guards. Yep. But look at the uh track record of true point guards. They can win you games, they can't win championships worth of shit. C.P. Green's in his 17th season. Still hasn't even sniffed the championship. Or last year he did, I guess. Steve Nash never won. Jason John Kidd Paxson. won his first ring when he was no, 37.
0: Not, why did I say John Pack? I mean, uh, John Stockton.
1: And I, yeah, yeah, Stockton has zero. Nash has zero. Chris Paul has zero. Jason Kidd won his first ring and he's 37 years old. <laughs> you need to have a point guard in this. You need to have a point guard that can, can put the ball in the hoop.
2: In this day and age, you need a point guard who can get you buckets. Not, I was on.
1: gonna say this day and age, but Stockton <laughs> and Nash and Kid kind of proved that. Oh, fuck,
2: that's right. it forgot good. about that.
1: They win yeah, games because like your all these- backup
2: point guard you want to be like a true yeah, point guard, yeah, which is like yes. kind of like the Grizzlies when Tyus Jones comes yeah, in. Yeah, Tyus. Yep. He's more. He's probably better out there than he would fucking Jaws out
1: there. Um, right? Celtics, um, you have a true point guard with Pritchard coming off the bench. Yeah, and Marcus oh my Smart, god, I love
2: him. Oh my god, so do I. I thought he was gonna be our starting point guard this year.
1: I've been saying then, he needs to get more minutes. All year.
2: Yeah, well, it's he's something that looks like Marcus Smart is just, you got to have him in there all the time. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be a good guy, but. Defensively, and Marcus Smart can somehow shoot. I never understood that. Even when he shoots now, I still don't think it's going to go in, but it does.
0: <laughs> Next series we have, we have Bulls versus Bucks. Now, gentlemen Ooh. sweep, I'll take it. The series not even over yet, but it's 3-1. Um, I know Middleton's out, but Jesus fucking Christ. First. Playoff game in five years, I think to come to United Center. We get absolutely assed on by thirty. Yeah, I mean it was just nice to see them get a win versus the Bucks, but that's I don't, I just don't fucking get it. Like uh, the Bulls, it's been all year, just like they just seem like they could beat like fucking anybody, but they can't at all. So that's just how it is.
1: No, I. I, when uh Bulls tied it or whatever, I was not worried one bit because what happened? I said this, I think I've said this every episode so far. We talk about playoffs. They got down 2-0 in the West Eastern Conference Finals and the finals, and they ended up winning in six. And you needed a 41 points from DeMar DeRozan just to beat him by four. And Middleton got hurt that game. He enough.
0: was taking like bad shots too. And Giannis Giannis didn't have a, that fucking good of a game. So either. Like,
1: it doesn't like it doesn't matter how like I when I saw you needed 41 from DeMar DeRozan just to beat him by four with Milton getting hurt. I'm like, there's no way you win another game in this series. And Grayson Allen, shout out to him, he had three points in the well, first two games combined. Him and fucking
0: Bobby Portis, Jesus Christ. Uh that's what this well, box yeah,
1: team does. Like Giannis,
0: Giannis in that game where they smoked us by 30 was like playing like shit. Like I like the whole like second, like Halfway through the second half, like, barely watch it. I'm like, fuck this game. But, like, Giannis was, like, missing shots and everything. It was like, all right, like, why the fuck are we losing this bad? And then, I mean, floodgates just is
2: ridiculous. Worst part about this whole series, though, was I had 40 bucks on the bucks to sweep the Bulls,
1: <laughs> And they get a fluke game with a 41 spot by – DeMar DeRozan.
2: Yeah, can you just imagine that? I had 40, I would have won I think it was like 300 plus or something because I put so, I had so much money on like this series in general just for like no offense Joey, but, like the Bucks just fucking roll through the bowls and yeah, I lost all that money.
1: Yeah, I mean the reason Giannis in my opinion is the best player in, on the planet is the game Middleton doesn't play, so the first game they go to Chicago, game three, he only has 18 points but he has nine assists and seven boards like he knows he's, a, he's the centerpiece, but he can dish it
2: because he just wants to win. Yeah, that's the difference between him and every other, like, superstar in the NBA.
1: And he only sh- – he shoots a f- efficient. He only shoots, like, 25 shots, like,
2: max. And when he does, he shoots probably, like, 70%. That's
1: why I love Milwaukee because they it's next man up. It was like that last year, too. Like, team – guys guys stepped up every single
2: game last year for him. And I'm rooting for Giannis because I want to see Giannis get a bunch of rings so I can argue that, that they play, play the run. Celtics. That's the only yeah. problem. They run into the fucking hardest. That series is going to be play. awesome. Oh my God. It's two teams who just all actually play as a team. That's basically what it is. It's going to be two it teams. It's so much fun. I'm so excited because I can't wait to watch the fucking Celtics sweep them.
0: It's going to be a lot of green there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Next series Warriors versus Nuggets. The Warriors are up 3 uh, 1. Jordan Poole is probably like my favorite player on planet Earth right now. Um, I brought up how fucking. What's his name? I forget who I was even talking about. Gets more buckets than KFC. Fucking Jordan Poole is the definition of that. Like watching just his highlights and everything. Oh my god! It's like, I mean, Luke, I'll let you fucking take it away. Did you Jordan see his Poole. last game? Did he struggle or no? Get eleven points. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the last game, but like, it, there's games in these this series where it's like, holy fuck! Like this man's unbelievable.
1: No, I, I knew it would come. I think it's time. It's finally time to move. Everyone thinking he should be the, like starting over like Clay and Steph. No, this is no, a I exact, mean, fucking, come on. That, that,
0: yeah, that is dumb. No, like, but
1: Steph should move back to the starting lineup. Jordan Poole come back six man. This is the game where it happened. Like, and Monte Morris after the game. I mean, credit, obviously, you're going to say it, but he says we. they showed that they can be beat. I mean, you guys are down 3 1, going back to Golden State. Like, fuck God, it took shit. everything you had just to win this game. Like, you had tw- – Monte had 24. I mean, it's it's over. I mean, I hate to say it <laughs> to, you, <laughs> to, you, to you, Monte,
2: but it's over. Now, look, do you see the video I sent you on Instagram, though? It's like um, Clay Thompson getting mad because, like, they keep trying to, like, give the ball to Jordan Poole and he keeps trying to, like, do his own yeah. shit. And Clay Thompson kind of gives, like gives him, like, a what the fuck and, like, just, like, walks away and, like, doesn't even go get the ball. Yeah. So he was, like, open, kind of.
1: It's not like he, like, yeah, but I, that's just, like, one of them one-time things, you know?
2: Yeah, I know. I just saw it, and I was like, fuck. I don't know. Maybe they're going to trade him. I don't know. I
1: mean, think about this. Clay, 31 minutes, 32 points. Steph, 37 minutes, 33 points. It's not like they're playing 45 minutes a game, games, and getting 30.
2: They're
1: ridiculous.
2: Oh, I know. It's like, those are, like – like, I'm happy to see it back. So, you like, oh, I fucking hate the words. I like, love seeing this back. Did
1: you see when Draymond fouled out? Did you guys watch this game?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't catch this one. Draymond
1: fouls out with like five, six minutes left. And it's like, it's like a three point game. And they're all clapping, like yelling at him and shit. And he's just like loving it. He's fucking talking shit back to the fans and all this shit. Right after it happens, Steph Curry hits a step back three on Jokic to tie the game. And. They go right to Draymond. He's just fucking talking his shit. But you should have seen this game. It was so funny because – so whoever – um, so it would have been Looney probably or Otto Porter. That was – that Jokic was guarding. Pick and roll. Switch to him. Steph Curry just did whatever they, he wanted. Didn't they bench
0: Jokic like at the end of the game because he can't play defense Def- save for his fucking defense. life?
1: Yeah, because they had a possession and of defense. Right. Out. Because all they did down the stretch was get the ball to Curry, switch on Jokic. Bucket every single time.
2: Yeah, because like think about it. Like Jokic fucking garden curry. Like, come on. Like it was so funny. On, I felt like, bad for him. I would too, because like he think about it. Like
1: four or five possessions in a row. He doesn't yeah, does that's, right? that's
0: your MVP there.
1: <laughs> I mean, he did have 37, 8, and 6.
0: Right, right. <laughs> yeah,
2: which, I mean, fuck.
0: Next we have uh Heat versus Hawks. So the heater up 3-1. But what I thought was so goddamn funny is I turned on my TV today and Skip Bayless is on my TV. And the first thing, the first thing they started talking about is uh <laughs> Skip Bayless goes, Ice Tray, more like mice Trey. He's like, he's so small. He's like, uh, Trey Young's just way too small. He's not good, blah blah blah. Just going on and on. He hates Trey Young. And I'm like, whatever. And he's like, the worst thing that could have to Trey Young was going to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals last year because he's like, that just gave him confidence to just like play the way he is and he can't and whatever. Like, he just fucking hates Trey Young. But I mean, hey, they, he this is their series. they're
1: no problems here. I think Hawks going into the Eastern Conference Finals as an organization was hurt them because they thought like we got the team. Right. Well, realistically, they didn't. I mean Capella. I don't think I think Capella is out this whole series. So he's not back. He, I he's
0: think back he was, this
1: game. Okay. Yeah. He only played twenty minutes, but um, there was a, there was a time. I feel bad for Trey Young though. He has no like shot creating help. He has to create a shot for every single person on his team though. Like John Collins only just catches lobs. Kevin Herter only shoots threes off of Trey Young. Um, DeAndre Hunter just basically sits in the corner and shoots threes too. Gallinari, I mean the whole team really. But there was a time. PJ Tucker guards Trey Young. They set a screen.
3: Yep. Bam's on
1: him now. Oh set yeah. another screen. Jimmy Butler's on him now. That Ooh. is
0: that's terrorism.
1: It's that's not terrible. That's mean. That is mean. And Trey Young's such a small yeah. guy. It's like
2: No, I saw it. In, like old. you know like, that I...
0: You know that meme of like that like white girl on the couch, you know, and that you know all the rest. <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's that's
2: Trey Young in this series. It's just funny, dude, because, like, yeah, like, you come around one screen. Like, first you have P.J. Tucker, one of the best, like, three three and D. Just defense guys there is isn't like, And then you get Bam. Parting him full court, too. Yeah, and then you get Bam, who is one of, like, the most versatile – Yeah, versatile. Yeah, you can say versatile. Like, defenders. You can guard one through five, almost, with incredible size. And then you get Jimmy Butler, who's just a fucking scary
3: motherfucker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is not – like. And Trey goes, like, even Trey said he's like, I haven't been guarded this tough since high school. If you're saying that. Did you see that
0: fucking ah. sequence though the heat where they literally could have closed their eyes and shot it behind their head, they would have made it from three to and the half. I think I forget, I think. but like I remember watching it. And I'm like, Jesus, God. I was with Jack and they're just raining everything they shot. I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is nuts.
1: This is after I saw games one and two, I'm like, this series is over. It's like there's no way in hell Trey Young has another game like he had a pretty good game game three like there's no way he has another one of those because it's just hell for him. Nothing is easy.
2: Yeah, one of the worst um, decisions. I I didn't actually make a decision, but I almost before the series bet that the Hawks were going to beat him. I'm like it's it's possible. And now I watch it. I'm like thank fucking god I didn't do that. <laughs> so I was like oh my like, oh Trey Young like oh he's gonna do like some New York shit like he did last year. Yeah, it didn't fucking happen.
1: Yeah, the Heat are a little different animal than the
2: Knicks. <laughs> yeah, like, as at first I'm like, this thing is, like, all or none. Like I, But I still believe this is definitely possible. Now watching it, I'm like, thank fuck I didn't waste $10 on that. Well, and then the last two series, we have Raptors,
0: Sixers, and Mavericks, and Jazz, but nobody really cares because I think all four <laughs> of them teams are going to lose next round, whoever makes it out. So,
1: yeah, I think Ben – or oh, not Ben Simmons, fuck. Embiid is, like, hurt, too.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um hand or something. His thumb. Then did Luca come back last game, or is this – Yeah, he played last game. Right. They lost.
2: Just think Shout about the Jazz. Brunson, though. Yeah, just think about the Jazz. They're getting beat by a team without, like, one of the top You're five. You're fucking what players
0: Rudy Gilbert said at the end of his game.
2: <laughs> Gilbert.
0: He, like, said something about – we don't fucking care about something or so. live TV just drops f bomb and I'm like, all right, what do they, the- the- they call like,
2: the? He's like oh it's something the with Stifle Prince.
0: Tower, the Stifle Tower.
2: Yeah. No, did you see the video though where like Gobert shooting free throws and he like bricks one and um Luca like kind of like
3: oh ducks <laughs> yeah, no,
2: yeah. like and like the whole bench does it too. They all just like <sighs> like they, they the match that won
1: this game. Luca hit a three with like. 40 seconds left to go up four, and then I think the Jazz – yeah, Jazz got an M1, Don Missile did and then they come down and foul. What's the big guy on Memphis? You, I, it's hard to name anybody on Memphis, I swear. Memphis? Um, not Memphis. On the Mavs, my bad. <laughs> oh, um, on the
0: Mavs, yeah. White no Powell.
1: White Powell gets fouled. And he goes 0 for 2 from the line. Jazz come down and score. I'm like, I feel so bad for Luca because, like – his team is just not good,
2: they fucking suck. Well, Chris Tafson fucking turn out that would have helped him a lot.
1: There, I bet you don't even know that they're their fourth leading scorer. I bet you don't even know this guy who this guy is, Maxi Kleber. Oh, yeah, he
0: played for uh, what was it the Cavs?
1: Who Maxi Kleber? He's their fourth leading scorer. <laughs> yeah, like, they, mean, that's how bad these guys are. Cleaver, then it's Reggie Bullock. Bullock. I don't even know. Reggie him. Bullock. I only yeah. know him
0: for playing on the fucking uh Pistons, Yeah, I know who he is, but Maxie Cleaver, just call him Maxi pad. This I've never seen not, this
2: guy in my life. This
1: team's not good at
2: basketball. I just looked up Maxie Cleaver because I didn't know who it was. Never seen that fucking jersey. And what's funny is the
1: jazz might be even worse.
2: The sucks. Jazz yeah. are just so, a disappointment. Remember, remember when we were going
0: into the season, I was just in love with the Jazz, and now I'm like, oh, fuck this team.
2: What, what were they, like <laughs> they a two so last bad. year? Where did they get the one? They're one every oh, they got, year. Yeah.
1: And then they just suck. This, once, if they lose this series, next series, whenever they lose, the whole Jazz is going to get blown up. Like, they're getting rid of it. Oh, everybody. yeah. They, get, they have to. Yeah. It, it is a... Failed up a uh, mission. Like, it didn't work. It's over.
2: They'll never get rid of Donovan Mitchell, though. They can't. They won't. Yeah, he averages 30 this year. <laughs> he does? God, I love him. Yeah. Yeah, they'll never get rid of him because him and Dwayne Wade are, like... Oh, no, 30 like, in the right. playoffs, I meant. Yeah, because like, him and Dwayne Wade are, like, supposed to be, like, the same player or whatever, so... But anyway, other than that, for NBA, I'm
0: out of shit to talk about. Other than LeBron getting drunk on vacation and then tweeting about NBA playoffs. Like he's never watched a fucking playoff game before. Like LeBron, nobody fucking cares that you're watching a playoff game right now. Like quit tweeting. Like no one, about it. Like no one cares about plan. LeBron.
2: You're not in the playoffs LeBron, so just shut the fuck up.
1: That's like his plan. Be like, if I just tweet about enough people like start we'll to in. Like, he's never been in this situation. That's yeah. why he's tweeting out. Like, it's like one of them. I don't know. He's such a bitch.
0: Well anyway, the thing that wraps up everything we have in basketball. We're gonna move into like, football and baseball. But uh coin, love to have you. Oh, by the way, coin's gonna be on later for uh college basketball. And uh we broke it down really fucking well. We recorded it earlier, but um yeah, stay stay uh in for that. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, we're back. The NBA fuck, the NFL draft is this Thursday. Let's just get right into it. I remember uh last year we like broke down the NFL draft like kind of in depth and Rashawn Slater that we that was the big guy that we loved the fucking Slater but this year I don't think we have anybody with like a really cool name but I mean I'm just gonna talk about pretty much who I give a fuck about and it's Pittsburgh Steelers. The Panthers they just said that they are out on Baker Mayfield, which I mean, I don't know if it's because you're a dumbass wide receiver or what, but now the Panthers are obviously probably gonna pick a quarterback in that sixth spot, or I think they're at six, but just got alert today that Kenny Pickett is the number one option for the Steelers right now. And I know earlier wasn't big on Kenny Pickett, but now I'm like completely fell in love with him. And if he goes yeah, to the Steelers, because the Steelers are uh, gonna draft
1: him, that's yeah, the only
0: maybe, reason. Yeah. No matter if they pick Matt Corral, I'm going to fucking love it. Like, we we're, I have full confidence in the Steelers because we've never been bad my entire
1: life. Yeah, no, I, I haven't really looked at them. Because the Bears don't have a first-round pick, so I could care less about the draft this year. Like, honestly. Being <laughs> well, this, like, draft sucks. Like,
0: they – I mean, other than, like, wide receiver. No, the only <laughs> reason
1: it sucks is because quarterbacks are not – that good but every other I think position is supposed to be like good
0: yeah like we got Aiden Hutchinson I think is a favorite to go first then you got Thibodeau and like a bunch of offensive linemen
1: Walker Georgia yeah
0: a lot of I think like either five or six guys from Georgia are supposed to go in the first round
1: I think Trayvon Walker recently is the favorite now to go one in the book in the odds I think so
3: Mean, it's Jacksonville.
1: Anyway- so it's not Detroit. If it was Detroit, Aiden Hutchinson, I bet would go just because hometown kid. Just like that little that little like thing. But I think I don't know. I can not tell you.
0: What's so interesting though is all the wide receivers. I mean, they have, like Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, uh fucking who's out Wilson for Ohio State, uh Garrett Wilson.
1: Uh yeah, Garrett Wilson, yeah, yeah.
0: Then there's that guy from USC, I don't even know his name, but, like, scouts um, are obsessed with him. Drake London? Yeah, Drake London. And then I think there might be one more who scouts are just huge on.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, a really deep receiver class. Like, I know that. Because Olave, did you say Olave? Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But, yeah, it's supposed to be a really good uh receiver class. And our boy Linderbaum, the
0: highest-rated center, I think in draft history, they said. But like they're worried about is like arm length or something. Is he can dead. only
1: play center?
0: Yeah, he can only play center. So I mean, whatever. Like, I think I think it'll be good shit.
1: Um. Yeah, no, I I hope he does really good. I, we saw him at the bar. Uh, yeah! <laughs> Shout out
0: like a lot. There's a lot of guys at the bar yeah. this weekend. Uh, Austin Ash, really cool guy barstool bench mob if you listen to that you're a complete idiot but i asked him about rico bosco and uh he goes oh he texts me literally every single day and <laughs> i'm like no way and he pulls out his phone he shows me and rico is just on his ass every single day i'm like jesus christ but then uh yeah then saw pot bomb got a picture of him he's just a unit like <laughs> he was absolutely trashed and i'm like yeah i don't,
1: I don't blame him um, the, the one guy that I'm just gonna be rooting for in this draft is Sauce Gardner because he has the dopest name ever. I just saw rumors all of him like
0: potentially going to the Ravens, and I'm like, literally, I want to cry. <laughs> like, if they had Marlon Humphrey, fucking who's the other one? Uh, Marcus Peters and Sauce Gardner, Christ, like, come on, we don't even have a fucking quarterback right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i expect to throw against that exactly and no but i saw the one uh jordan davis though going to the ravens
0: oh my god no yeah fucking who was talking about that pmt I Not, think.
1: yeah Najee wouldn't get a yard against no those. like
0: it, like <laughs> yeah like they were saying they go imagine the ravens bus pulls up and you have six foot like 20 Calais campbell walking off the bus and then you have him right behind him like
1: Come on. That's like, you know, the run and Jordan Davis, isn't just big. That guy can move. Oh, he's huge. He <laughs> can, he's like unbelievable. That guy,
0: he ran a, what a four, eight, I think he can fly and when you're 300. 5,000 pounds and you're moving at a four, eight pace. Oh my <laughs> God. That's a, that's a, that's not a human. That's a truck. That would like,
1: I'm telling you, Najee would have the, he would be in hell for, Najee would hurdle both game of them. Is. What? Najee would hurdle both of them. Six, six, Jordan Davis and like six, eight probably. Klay Campbell. however big he is? Klay Campbell's at least eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, and then they still got Patrick Queen.
0: Uh, <laughs> who else? I don't, I
1: don't even care. It's. I, I mean, I don't um, want to get into like preseason NFL yet, but I think people forget that they were hurt all year last year.
0: Oh yeah, no, that sucks. I mean, like. <laughs> I like well, I was talking shit the entire like off season. I'm like, yeah, the Ravens are last in the division, blah blah, but not a person on their team was healthy last year. Oh no, no, I damn! with the Browns? Their entire team was hurt all year too. And then the Bengals, the team you think would get
1: hurt, were in the uh, fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Tomlin, Tomlin should have retired now when he can have a winning season. Like every year he's been in the league now, it's going to be tough to have a winning season this year. They said that the
0: last three years, Luke. I don't not – like, not like it is this year, Joe. I, I'm, like, fully convinced that Mike Tomlin can cure cancer. Like, that's <laughs> how much he's proven to me. Except for in the playoffs. At, at every playoffs I've ever experienced in my life, I just end up cursing myself out for believing <laughs> Mike Tomlin because he's, like, the worst playoff coach of all time. I know he won a Super Bowl, but that was – A long time ago. (laughs) But uh, more news in the NFL. Debo Samuel's uh, nightclub video. Did you see that? No. So Debo Samuel's at a nightclub, and they pull out one of them, like, neon sign things that they have at, like, big clubs that only famous people are allowed in. And it said, Debo, stay in San Francisco or whatever. And then the camera pans from the sign to Debo, and Debo just does like the cut and, cut and neck thing like nope I ain't doing yeah. it and it sucks because Debo needs to be in shanahan's offense, i feel like like i don't yeah. i don't see yeah. him like going in like yeah. a lot of these teams that need a wide receiver they all have running backs, so it's like they're not going to really use debo
1: as like a what pisses me off is Debo wants like we said this already he wants top five wide receiver money, but he's not a he's hardly a top 10 wide receiver. Well, it sucks because
0: I – it's so, like, obvious how much I love D.O. Samuel. But now that he's doing this Le'Veon Bell shit, I'm hanging on for dear life. Because Le'Veon Bell, every hopefully everybody remembers it, holds out for money because he wants to get paid like a wide receiver. He sits out. James Conner comes in, proves that Le'Veon Bell is a system running back. And then he gets – then he gets sent to the fucking Jets and has like the shittiest season ever. And now,
1: now where is he? Yeah. So like, so Debo comes out and says he doesn't want to be a wide receiver, running back, like hybrid type thing. He just wants to be a receiver. <laughs> it's like then quit asking for top five receiver money. Exactly. He, he had the highest percentage of drops like of all receivers that had like a hundred plus catches this year. He can't catch very like can't catch very well, and he can't run a route. the The Niners team coaching staff said he can't run a route all he does is run drags and straight down the field and like or like can't like you can't you can't not you can't only want to be a receiver and expect to get paid like a top five receiver if you want to be get paid like a top five receiver first of all stay healthy and second of all be a wide receiver running back that is rare like don't be i only want to be a receiver and then expect to be paid like a top five receiver when you're not even close to a top just if you're just looking at receiver wise Debo is not even close to a top 10 receiver yeah, I The mean, reason that what makes him a top 10 receiver is his ability to run, like, in the backfield. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I, he needs to just, like, take a step back and, like, realize what he's asking for. It's the same
0: shit every year. Wide receivers are the biggest divas in all of sports. It's unbelievable. Like, you have one good year, and next thing you know, you think you're God. Literally, our Lord and Savior. And you're just... Like, I don't get it why
1: it's wide receivers, like, of all – Because – I mean, I think it's got to be something with, like, how they're just – I don't want to say they're soft, but at the same time, it seems like they are. You know, none of them are, like, gritty guys. Like, what I loved about Julio Jones –
0: Julio Jones and, like, Calvin Johnson, too, they're by far the best at what they did for, like, a good stretch. And you never heard a word from them. I – I can't quote one thing Julio Jones has ever said in my in his life, and I don't I have no clue what his voice is like. Like that's no, what I love. I, when I was watching that Jalen Waddle interview, I didn't know he like kind of has like a lisp kind of thing. I didn't know that because he doesn't fucking talk. Like he's had a Al,
1: name give Alabama receivers. That's nah, not it.
0: Mark Cooper, Mark
1: Cooper didn't talk either. So quiet Waddle. I mean, all these guys that come from yeah. Alabama, Devontae Smith
0: calvin ridley doesn't talk but like he, he got he got in trouble but like he
1: doesn't like talk you know it's yeah I, that's got to be a huge part of it and like even um these lsu guys like Jeddah and uh jamar chase uh, odell's a different story he had a different huh. coach like the guys under coach O, that it, you can tell they're like respectable guys and shit like they know what the, it's and like cooper cup he was because he came up from like nothing no, like, and,
0: like, Devontae Adams, too. I mean, you look yeah. at the top five paid guys, I think the only one who, like, really talks his shit is, like,
1: uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but D-Hop, it's not, like, a bad, like, where he's a diva, like, talking right. shit. No? He's, like, a, a guy he's going to talk shit to you in a game and shit like that. But like, I I wrote down, like, so I didn't know. I said he's not a top 10 receiver, Debo. But now that we're talking about this, I wrote down, like, a bunch of them already. Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Hop, Jetta, Mike Evans. Jamar Chase, like, they're all really good, quiet guys. Tyreek Hill, even, like, to a, to a certain point. He did punch uh, his pregnant wife in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like, Keenan Allen, you never hear him say anything.
0: Uh, and all these all these days. guys are going to have, like, long successful careers, too. Like, yeah.
1: fucking. Uh, TD Lamb, they have him down. He's just, like, quiet. Like,
0: fucking Antonio Brown, Chad Oncho Cinco, fucking you fucks. You, like, where are you at now? At the top of your game, then just ruin your fucking prime. Oh, my God. I
1: hate them all. Yeah, it's like just put – I like they just – they need to realize like – Mike Evans. Yeah, like they're just quiet. They're like good wide receivers. They just go about their business. Chris let Andrew. them, them playing get them paid. <laughs> like they don't negotiate a shit ton in the off seasons about how much they should get paid and shit. They just fall out and then they get paid. Yeah, it's really simple. If you dominate at your position, you're gonna get paid.
0: Uh, oh, and then Kadarius Tony, uh, the Giants are shopping him. I think Kadarius Tony He's a is monster. a baller, and I think they're shopping him because teams know how much potential he has, and maybe he just doesn't want to be there, and that's why they're shopping him. Like, they have, the, they have him. the
1: highest paid wide receiver room in the league. I think who the does Giants. the Giants? Why? Because they paid Kenny Galladay, oh my! that's So I think they're gonna. I mean, Kadarius Tony's was a rookie though, so he's not. He's getting paid right. so I don't know. They're probably just trying to get rid of him for some other positions. Yeah, um, I don't
0: know if they're like looking for picks or what. Because I imagine they could get a pretty good pick out of him. Like
1: when he was healthy last year, he was a monster. Yeah, and like no one's no one's gonna want. You can't get rid of Galladay. No one's gonna want that contract. I I'm guessing Sterling Shepard and them are making pretty decent money too for how much for how good they are. So they're probably over overpriced. I don't know. The G Man, what an organization over there. Anything more on NFL? Uh, I don't think so. Let's move into Major League Baseball.
0: So Bleacher Report. <laughs> Shout out them again. They report they fuck. They report their uh disappointment rankings in MLB so far. Uh two that I thought were kind of funny is uh White Sox. They're on there of fucking course. The yeah, one year they, that I like kind of like the White Sox. They just can't stay healthy. And then uh Joey Gallo. And I think he just needs a girl's <laughs> beard back.
1: Joey Gallo. Yeah, he's not very good at baseball really. He just hits home runs. but if like, you're what hit a sucks home run, too.
0: Is like every Joey ever has been the biggest disappointment in sports, other than Joey Chestnut. You kind of like Joey B, Joey Burrow, but that's Joe. That, yeah. Yeah. But then, I mean, just a couple more things. Cubs score 21 runs one night. And then the next night, they lose to the Pirates and their closer saying, Fuck the Cubs to every single teammate. He high-fived in the high five line. Like when you Like, when you win a baseball game or whatever, the winning team does their little high-five line on the fucking field. And Mm -hmm. the closer, every single guy that he high-fived said, fuck the Cubs, fuck them, fuck them. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you just got fucking wonked on by 21.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know that.
0: Man, it was ridiculous. It's like, who, who do you think you are? You're on the, the fucking funny, Pittsburgh Pirates.
1: The funny thing is, I want I like talking to Jack, but we're on Xbox, and Jack's just like, oh, they're scoring again. It's like, and we were just talking about before the game, like when the sun comes out, the bats like come alive. And he, I'm like, also, when you play the Pirates, the, the bats come alive. But I mean, no, it's true. I mean, literally, we said that that day, and then the twins and the um uh Cubs both like put up a Twins put up nine, the Cubs put up twenty-one. Like the day we said that, yeah. I mean, let's talk about Byron Buxton, huge walk-off. What do you say, four homers in two games? Yeah, he's got or three or four home runs in two games, something like that. I can't remember, but I know he was The day before, obviously, last game, he went four for four um, on his like got out game. Wendy's. No free sponsors. <laughs> Yeah. And so then he comes around and he goes, he goes 0 for 3 to start the game with three strikeouts. And then he hits game tying home run and the game winning home run in the 10th. Goes 2 for 5. I mean, he's just a monster. Like, his whole thing, like, last how many years, he got better and better at hitting every single year because he came in the league. He sucked. He couldn't hit fucking shit. Oh, he was there for fielding, but now he can hit batting 350, six home runs. I mean, he's just a monster. And he's gonna be win the gold glove, win a gold glove probably too. If healthy, exactly. Like like right. I put I put a future on him to win MVP because last year he was leading the MVP race early, really early, obviously, and then he got hurt and then it was over. But same, it feels like the same situation. He's got to be at the top, and if he can just stay healthy. And then the last thing,
0: last like big thing I have. Miguel Cabrera, 3,000 hit club. Congratulations to him. I heard a crazy story about him. He odds uh, one of their catchers for the Tigers like a while ago, but he was in the dugout. I think he like, has a rookie, and Miguel Cabrera like grinds, grounds out or something, comes back to the dugout, and he's like, hey, Rook, go look at the film, see what I did wrong, Then they come back to me and tell me what I did wrong. Then he goes, watches film, comes back, and he goes – hey, Miguel, like your posture seemed like a little bit off on that swing. And Miguel's like, yeah, I know. He's like, watch this. Goes back up the bat, hits a fucking nuke, and then he comes into the dugout and he's like, see what I did there? Like, it's like, what? Like, imagine being that good at baseball. You're like, okay, I'm just going to hit home run now. Like, what the – like, he's, he's unreal.
1: Yeah, and what's crazy about it too is um, people think of – when you think of Miguel Cabrera, you just think of like home run hitter. No, you can't get three thousand hits and only like right and and bat he bat three ten as a career. Like that's not right. just hitting home like that's not just hitting home runs. He's a good bat like batter. He's like one of the best hitters ever, just because like hitting wise. And I know I heard a bunch of shit about like no one will ever get three thousand hits anymore until they deaden the balls they people think because now all it is is like people just go for home runs instead of hit base hits. Yeah, they
0: said that closest is Robbie Cano, I think, and he's, like, 600 yeah. off, and he's, like, he's 39.
1: Like, he's 400 off, but he's, like, yeah, he's, like, 40 years old. And then, like, I got it right here. I just pulled it off. Yachty is – Yachty's, like, 900 off, but he's almost done. Joey Votto needs about 1,000. The Reds suck. Yeah, I mean – and then, like, younger players, they thinking, like, is at 1,700, but he's 32. So, he's not – probably not going to get it. Um Freddie Freeman's another one they said. Same thing, 1,700, but he's 32. Manny Machado, he's 29. He's got 1,400. I heard that was, like, one of the possibilities. Um, And then, obviously, Juan Soto, but he's 23, and he has 500 already. Damn. But it's just going to be so hard because of how people hit swing now and shit, like how many home runs are hit. It's just a different game. It's not base hits no more. You don't get paid to get base. You don't get paid to have 300 hits, 3,000 hits. You get paid I mean, to get hit 500 home runs well, like runs in general this year though, they're so down. yeah, not yeah, it's like the you get paid to um hit 500 home runs rather than three thousand hits so that's just how the big baseball is. uh what oh shit I was gonna
0: <laughs> oh yeah. uh I saw something it was like uh shit, hold on one sec, I gotta look through my notes. I had to write it down because I thought of it before I fell asleep. <laughs> uh let's see, here we go. Um, you know what? Can't find it. So there you go. But or no, you have to get runs on to get a walk off.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, there you go. Remember that one later, but and that's what Buxton did. Buxton actually hit the longest. Walk off home run since Statcast has been a thing since 2015. Great, yep. Not that, like that shit matters, but just kind of cool. Anything more on baseball, Luke? I, I don't think so. Twins are rolling though, four in a row now.
0: Yeah, I mean, good for them. But That's the cool. playing well too. Talladega 500 is this weekend. Some idiot won it again, so I'm not even gonna talk about it. And uh, I don't know anything else about any other sport. So um, we're going to move into our college basketball episode, and Coin's going to be back with us. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. All right. We are bringing back Coin. Uh, he calls himself champ, but we have a lot of college basketball to talk about. A lot of shit has happened since, I mean, even last week. Let's just start off with the guys who declared for the draft. <laughs> this is going to take a while. I'll try to keep up though. Ajbaji, AJ Griffin, Trevor Keels, Wendell Moore, Mark Williams. So the entire Duke like fucking starting five. Well, because branch already committed to then uh, Zach Eady, AJ Green, Shadon Sharp, Kofi Colburn, Johnny Juzang, Scotty Pippen, Jr. Jalen Duran, and JD Davison. Um, I mean, I'm probably missing out on some names, but, those are just guys who've declared for the draft so far.
1: Yeah, I think the one that stands out is uh, J.D. Davidson. I think he should have came back for another year. I mean, he was he had an okay year at Bama. I think he could have used another year, but all the other ones are expected.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, Like especially Duke. I mean, I think Keels kind of surprised me. I thought he'd leave, but I don't think he should have left because honestly – Keels kind of fell off towards the end of the year, but I can see why all those guys left. Yeah.
0: What like role would Keels even have on a team? Like a Marcus Smart, but like way
2: worse? I don't even know because I just don't know. Like he's not like exceptionally good at like anything. Like <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have like a like a like strong should, suit to his he name. should play running back. Like he's playing the wrong no. score. Yeah, like he's not like phenomenal shooter, like really athletic or something he's just he's a good defender though yeah he's just overall
1: like but that's like he's to be as good like he's a good defender and he's got a lot of size so like that's gonna help he can guard. i guess he can shoot too he's gonna be able to guard multiple positions yeah and like he can he can obviously shoot a little Mm -hmm. bit so i
0: mean translate to nba i don't think he's gonna be like if he's only gonna get
1: better at shooting everybody does in the nba yeah
2: yeah. So nice three to take maybe. him a
1: little bit, but no, I mean, he's going to have the size to guard almost like a, a many positions in the NBA. So, I mean, that's always a good thing to have. Yeah. Wait, did Roach stay?
0: Yeah. I'm going to get to that. Returners. We have Hunter Dickinson, Caleb Love, RJ Davis, Jeremy Roach, Kevin O'Banner and Jame Haquez just from the past week. Um, I guess I'll just start with Jame Haquez because just got his fucking name into my head. But, uh, yeah, Ju Zhang leaving. I was really surprised by that. I thought they were going to return their team again. But obviously, you must have confidence in the draft, which I mean, every mock I've seen him in, he's going like really late. But I mean, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I think all the other guys is pretty, like, we knew that they were going to stay.
1: If you're, but if you're uh, Ju I mean, you come back another year, what's that going to do? Like, your draft Brian. stuff, how can it help? it's almost only going to hurt because that's another year you're missing out on NBA like experience. Yeah. And if like, he keeps, if he keeps like downgrading too, he could like, yeah, he could have won. He could come back and win player of the year next year. And it's not going to help him any much. Cause he's now, what is he? 20, like 24, 23. So it's like, it's almost, it's almost even if he wins comes back and wins player of the year, like in college, it's still going to like almost hurt him. Just cause now it's another year that he didn't get an NBA experience.
0: Well, if a Marley Bailey's uh, like just takes over, that oh, yeah. could really fuck him too.
2: Yeah, but we also forgot one person. Um, Colin Castleton is back. Oh boy. Fuck <laughs> the worst I, guy, like out of uh, anybody who could have stayed. Why the fuck did he have to stay? The, well, it sucks too because down.
0: now we are so against Florida since Applebee's gone too. Like Applebee dipped out of there so Florida can go fuck themselves. Like I do not like Florida at all now.
1: They got they got somebody. Um hang on, let me find it. I know they got somebody good. Oh, they got fudge from LSU and uh, Will Richard from uh Belmont. So I mean those are two good. They're gonna four is gonna be better this year than we were last year, though. I will say that. I'm not gonna really like them, but they will be better. Uh-huh. I don't know
0: that, but fudge the, I mean, at, fudge at really, LSU. We, we kind of shit on we him. Got a good
1: good point guard now with uh from Belmont. I mean he's coming what Richard's coming in. He was a freshman last year at Belmont. He's our leading scorer, I think. So, But um, the UNC thing, we'll get into it when, the, like, when we do like our pre-season like, t- closer to the year. But the first thing I thought of was um, comparing them to, like, UCLA. But this team, I don't think is not, it's not the same situation as, nah. like, UCLA made it final. These guys routed everyone in the tournament, and we knew they had the talent. UCLA scraped by all tournament long when they got to the Final Four that, a couple years ago. These guys just routed everyone. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, we saw the talent going into the year. You never saw it with UCLA. I think it's a completely different situation. Well,
0: and, like, UNC, like, I feel like they're just going to get better. Like, U- UCLA, like, got worse.
1: Yeah, and, like, somehow UCLA is – they didn't have, like, top guy, like, recruits either, that the team that came – This UNC team, all these guys were top recruits, so you know they have the talent. Now it's starting to show. So like, I don't know. That's it's a different situation, I think, completely. But I I understand if people do make that comparison, they'll think people are gonna think UNC is gonna be overhyped. But I don't I don't see it.
2: I think they're gonna be really good. No, I think it's like fucking night and day different because like UCLA was a team that barely even got into the tournament.
1: Same as North Carolina though; they were bubble. No, North
2: Carolina, yeah, okay. North Carolina still gets in as a nine though, and like they obviously. Have a new coach coming in and all this like UCLA had all those guys for what four years together? Well,
1: I think that was Juzang's first year because he transferred from Kentucky. Oh yeah, he
2: did transfer. But like
1: North Carolina oh, obviously on together.
2: But a I new coach.
1: Can't... Yeah, I think it's a completely completely change your system again. and
2: everything. And like yeah. going to the tournament, yeah, like you said, like and like yeah, they slapped dude. Something I wanted to address there, but yeah. Yeah.
0: And then last thing I have is just portal guys. So, I mean, just right off the bat, because a lot of, like, drama went down with this. Noel Carter transferring to Missouri. Uh, his dad, like, and his family got him some beef on Twitter. So, like, I DM'd Noel Carter as soon as he, uh, like, announced he's going to Missouri. And I was just – I literally said, I'm like, I know it's going to be a shot in the dark, but he's like, am I – is there a chance he, like, want to hop on the pod? Because like, I know – I, like, talked to him before. He's, like, really good shit. And I, like, just wanted to pick his brain about, like, going to the SEC and everything. But then once that whole like Twitter thing went down, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, there's probably no shot now. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just like seeing him go to the SEC. was like kind of surprising. And like, I really just wanted to like, like I said, I just really want to pick his brain about that because SEC is a motherfucker and he's going from uh with NBC to there. It's like, that's two totally different places. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't like saying like, oh, he's coming from the NBC Why would you go to the S E C? What you gotta upgrade eventually, right? Right. You're right. So no, I'm mean, like
0: just how he plays too, like so much emotion. I know he's like not scared of shit. Like he's just yeah. gonna go out and like, like you know, I I don't know. I
1: it's gonna. I think it it'll be different just because um the physicality and everything of the S E C. But I mean, he can stretch the floor, so I think that's like a huge plus for any team if you can get a. A guy that can stretch the floor like he can, so maybe his defense was kind of a question. But I, I, I don't really mind it. Just be considering he's gonna find a spot. Anybody that can stretch the floor like he can is gonna have a spot on a team. Well, then Especially did you like Missouri?
0: Did you hear they about how player. how good Missouri did like this off season?
1: Well, they lost their best player to Arkansas,
0: but they and got they, 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 they landed. The two top JUCO guys, they're bringing in five other uh, D1 transfers, and then they're retaining their whole current roster except for uh, their release score or whatever. I forget his name,
1: but, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, they did pretty fucking solid.
1: Yeah.
2: Which is really weird to
0: see.
1: They are like, a, a newer coach, too. I think he was there, like, he got hired a couple of years ago. So like uh, I just had his name.
0: Uh, I know. He, he's
1: a
2: newer guy, I know.
0: Dennis Gates. Yep. It's going to be tough
2: you know, coming in right away though, like, a bunch of transfers because that's going to be a yeah. basically a new team. Because yeah. the Missouri team this year, it's like, you lost your leading score. I mean, like, what else did you have? Like, you suck. So, I mean it's going to be, like, like, a brand new team fan, almost.
0: But who who owns Alabama? I
2: mean, Missouri. <laughs> I'd
1: rather have, like, a team of transfers other than a team of freshmen, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, 100%, because they still have the college experience at least.
0: And then another guy who's transferring, Coach K's grandson – um, I'm wondering if he's going to go to like West Virginia or like Florida state or, you know, Wisconsin, like some big party school. Cause you know, he's a full blown alcoholic, but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he sits the bench next year.
1: Yeah, no, I don't really even, I'm not knowing that's not even gonna be a big story where he goes. You're going to see him next year, randomly halfway through the year be like, Oh, he's on some mid-major.
0: No, you'll see, you'll see him in like the police reports before you see him on a basketball court.
2: Oh yeah, I'll we'll see like a video of him taking care of like a dog or something. What? Never mind. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> like Coach K got a dog. Never mind. Oh yeah, I that understand dog. It, that I understand. dog. You understand? Like, okay. Dog. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, I almost want to be that good of a basketball coach just so then I'll be gifted a dog like that. That dog is just a beautiful dog.
2: Why oh, they give him a dog? <laughs> Just so random. That, that's like so how, random. is that
0: kind of a dick move too? Because that's a huge responsibility.
2: Like, that's why they did it. They're like, "Don't fucking come back. You lost a bunch of shit the last season." Like, just fucking- here, take There's care God. of this dog,
0: please. Do not touch our program. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> God. but um, I mean, that's all in the past week. That's all I found for uh, transfers. I mean, I'm you're missing to- out
1: on the biggest one, Joe.
0: Yeah, I know. You can take it
1: over. Nigel packs
0: going to Miami. Yeah. yeah that's it's always been about the fucking you and the Cavender twins are there We the seventh floor crew I like I said on Instagram <laughs> I said on Instagram I go the seventh floor crew is about to tear that shit up but uh yeah obviously from the tournament I put my game of the year if you will a $20 bet which I never bet that much but that cash big against Iowa State thank God but ever since, I think the U just holds such a special place in my heart. And now that three of some of my favorite basketball players in the nation are all going to be there. Oh, my <laughs> God. The U is my school.
1: That's point go
0: point. Remember remember that day, that whole car ride up to go to Luke's house, and we were about to watch you play. I played the Seventh Floor Crew song about 94 times.
2: Oh, he did, and I've never been, like, so fucking – I don't even know what to say about it. But, like, I have a Miami jersey, so it was fucking perfect. And we had Joe back there playing that the whole time. But I have one question. Do you guys think um, Nigel Pack knew the Cavender Twins were going there? I was going to say, like, do you think that, like, was a part of – I was saying, I'm like, if I had to decide between Miami with the Cavender Twins going there or, like – any other school, I'd be I like, I don't know what his options. Think
0: are. about think about this year like this. that Miami has had though. They get Oregon's coach; she's a fucking stud. Then they get the two, uh, I mean most gorgeous women to play on their basketball team, and then they get Nigel Pack, who's an absolute bucket. He gets more buckets than a KFC. Like this guy's awesome.
1: Yeah, and right after they coming off a, a elite eight. Or- that, yeah, right after they like, come off yeah. of the appearance, like, yeah, come on. And another thing about the transfer, every single person from LSU is going to the, the Big East. <laughs> There's sure a person
2: from LSU fucking left. Have you seen that Tic Tac? Yeah, guy?
1: no, it's because, like, <laughs> who said it? Someone's like, yeah, you. they always say, like, you want to um, commit to a school for the school, not the coach. This is, like, the perfect example of why LSU, all the LSU players only went there because of uh, Will Wade and probably for a reason. They went to Will Wade, but because they're all leaving.
3: No, no all.
0: Of, now. Who are now? You know, what I brought up the you. You know, what I brought up the you. But now, let's think of LSU. They they get fucking Chip Kelly or whatever, or Brian Kelly, the whitest man on planet Earth, and then, then they lose Will Wade and their like entire basketball team, which they're a great basketball team until shit at the fan, and now all they have is Libby. But now Libby's with Raftus. If you guys don't know who yeah. Gun is or who Henry Raftus is, it's going around pretty big right now. I would suggest you maybe search around Instagram.
2: But like, if he's gonna be with one guy, I'm happy it's Henry Raftus. Yeah, because he can put him down. I mean, yeah, that's respect. I mean, if but it was I, like fuck, some truly drinking bitch or something, I'd be like, fuck this guy. But yeah, I mean. The
0: minute I am legal to consume alcohol, I'm gonna be dating fucking Kylie Jenner. Then, if that's if that's the formula to getting that attractive of a woman, then whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought the red well, hair did it. That helps a lot. I
2: thought it was in the red hair, joy That was yeah, it does,
0: <laughs> yeah. It does help a lot.
1: Uh, Logan, I was um talking to Joe about this before he got on, but Tyrese Hunter came out with his like final. Six and the funny thing is, Joe, you were we were talking to Jack about it. Jack was like bitching about Nil, how Tyrese Hunter is gonna go to North Carolina because he got a shit ton of money. North Carolina's not even on his top six. So (laughs) it's Texas, Kansas, Louisville, Gonzaga, Tennessee, Purdue. Obviously, really good schools because Tyrese Hunter's a good point guard, but
2: yeah. I I bet he goes to fucking Texas.
1: Iowa State people, like, bitching about NIL because, oh, he's going to North Carolina because all his money. Obviously, that's not the reason he's leaving. Yeah, because dude, everyone was top, bitching about in the it. top six.
2: Everyone was thinking, like, the <laughs> NIL has, like, created the transfer portal. I'm like, transfer portal has been a lot around, like, a lot longer, buddy. Like, it's just, no, yeah,
1: no, what made what made the transfer portal is they don't have to sit out anymore, not NIL. Yeah, because they used to like, have, nothing got, like, to do with it. Obviously, a little bit, but.
2: Yeah, but then, like, I just see it all over the place. I'm like this isn't even the same fucking thing
1: like it's not like okay so let's say you're a top like a tyrese hunter you go to um one of these schools or you can stay at iowa state and just be and like you could be the guy for four years be like a god there you could almost make more money than going to a north carolina where there you're not going to play much you're not going to be the spotlight and shit you could be the center of attention at like not just Tyrese Hunter, I'm saying just in general, you could be the center of attention at like a lower end school and just be a god and like win them games and shit. You're gonna make a lot more money and future reference too. You're gonna be a, uh looked as Jesus there.
2: Yeah, that's why I said like when like, like, Doug, Eater was like, like Doug Eater was getting and I Doug Eater was getting NILDs. I'm like yeah, and like this kid literally like this kid fucking suck. Okay, okay, he was yeah, but like he's not that good
1: as a like an NIL deal. he was pretty fucking good coin. Round okay, one,
2: if you look at it in a way of like, league. is he actually good? It's like um, I don't, I don't see him being. I don't see him. So the Obviously,
0: brand? the thing is, people bitching about the transfer deal is NIL has a heavy influence in their decision making, and like that's the whole problem. Yeah, so,
1: yeah but, but like they just, also
0: want to play. They also, they also want to play, play
1: games because if you think of all these guys transferring. No one's transferring to big market, like huge market schools, though. You know why? Because freshmen are taking that. Like, like how many how many commits are going to North Carolina and Duke and Kansas? Like, no, they're going to places where they can still play. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because like they're know. not they're not just transferring to make money. Just, yeah, because
1: they're gonna make nil money no matter what, and if they're good enough, they're gonna be in the NBA eventually, like within the next year too. So. Yeah, there are a
2: lot of the like okay, I'd say like the people who like know they're probably not gonna go to the NBA aren't gonna like transfer. Obviously, they might transfer for money, you could say, but yeah, some people are still looking to go to the NBA, so they're gonna go places where they know they can be the best, like basketball. Yeah. Players,
1: like what's the point of going, make the most money? What's the point if you're Tyrese Hunter and going to North Carolina and sitting behind RJ Davis and um, Caleb Love and potentially ruining your draft stock so you can make a make a shit ton of money for two years and then not make it to the NBA? Or you can go exactly. somewhere and show showcase your skills, be the guy, show what you can do, and then go to the NBA and have a lifetime of money. money. Like,
2: a lot of it, yeah. There's
1: I personally I think NIL is awesome. That's how it was where we're going with any with
2: just sports in general. But it's just a matter of time before they actually like
1: NIL. Here's a great example great. of NIL doing a good thing. Um Oscar Toshiwe, he would have been forced to go to the NBA. Like, he would have had to because what's he going to do, come back and win player of the year again? That's not going to – yeah, so, like, like like I said, if he comes back, there's no point. He's going to make way more money um, in college another year than go to the NBA and, like, ruin – or, like, be forced into the NBA and not make shit. And he can at least come back and work on skills a little bit.
2: Yeah, because that's, like, the number one thing you see nowadays. Like, I always say it because I'm like – why the fuck did he go to the NBA? But we don't really like, realize you have like, to. like a right? lot of these people. A lot of these people aren't even like it's not their decision to go to the NBA. It's more that, yeah like they're literally like before yeah, NIL they lovely. were they were almost forced to go into the NBA because it's like staying another year like it could it, like stay another year it can it can help you like a little bit but it, it's gonna hurt you more and it's gonna help you in my opinion for some people like a lot of people like say like Paolo for example if I can stay another year or Jabari because Jabari thought about it. Jabari kind of thought about it like said he thought about it. What like what if Jabari comes back?
1: How the fuck is that gonna help? Yeah, you? and especially in a in a the NBA like draft process where they are so heavily relying on um potential with mm-hmm. young guys, like they're gonna take a young guy, a fresh a freshman coming out of uh, college over like a se- a fifth year senior. Like fucking yeah. Shadon Sharp hasn't played a tip of
0: college ball yet, but he could easily be like a big mm-hmm. fucking like teams are definitely gonna be eyeing yeah. him down in the draft this year. Um, then Kofi Colburn, if you want to bring up Chibwe, I don't know why Colburn went to the draft. Like apparently he was making, just rolling. In oh, I'm. In yeah, that's,
1: that's a perfect example of him be going to Illinois and making way more money at Illinois than what he would if he went to like a huge He program. would
0: make more money with, uh, Illinois fighting Illini than he would the fucking Chicago Bulls.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, but, um, the last thing I did want to say, me and Logan talked about this coming back from that Timberwolves game. Whoever gets Imani Bates is going to be automatically skyrocketing in my fucking power rankings.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't think we realize what this kid can do. Like, I, I hope keep, you – think i go. Ahead. When he was a freshman, when he was a freshman in high school, he was ranked the number one player in the nation over all the seniors. Yeah, so, like, Imani Bates was literally, like, the best recruit that we've seen, like, ever besides LeBron. Like, LeBron's the only one that's ever been, like, better than him. So yeah. –
1: And say what you want about his uh, freshman season. You're not, you're telling me, you're not going to take the number one high school player in the country um, and put him in play one year of college basketball. And now he's at age where all these, like with um, Derek, Derek Whitehead and those guys, he's the same age as them, but now he has experience, one year of experience college basketball.
2: No, and it's not not like me.
1: He's not going to be really fucking good.
2: Yeah, and it's also, like, it's not like he didn't, like, show us that he, like, couldn't play. Like, to start the year, he was, like, he was playing good until, like, obviously, like, Memphis, like, like, upperclassmen said, like, we got to start playing, like, basketball, not just favoring the freshman. But he had, like, 17 points in his first game and made, like, I think it was, like, four threes or something. Like, he could still fucking – it's not like he had a total of season. Ooh. He had not even hurt the whole hey. year. We need to get something
0: fucking straight though. This is so frustrating. Just because a guy is tall and skinny and can shoot does not mean he's fucking Kevin Durant. That amount of <laughs> NBA fucking announcers who's like You gotta not you gotta compare no, him to listen the amount then compare him to Brandon Ingram then because it's every fucking year who is Brandon Ingram compared to no I've heard I've heard Jabari Smith fucking Chet, I've heard uh Brandon Ingram when he was, I heard Josh Jackson, which he can fucking shoot like. Like why? I've heard Cam Reddish. I've heard uh, fucking like it's insane. Like the amount just because you're tall and skinny can shoot doesn't mean you can compare somebody to Kevin Durant. Like
2: I don't, I don't like compare. Like I say, I would honestly compare um, like Bates could. He definitely, you might Bates definitely could be because if you yeah, because some of those guys you
1: said yeah, look some of those guys you said Joe are like um, everybody knows those conventional players. Yeah, like they only like Cam Reddish. He's a shooter. KD could do more than just shoot the basketball. Imani Why Bates comparing
2: him? him. No, I'm serious. So if like, you watch Imani? No, I I'm said Wyatt. are like fucking. I don't know.
1: I'm not. I'm not him. But I like, think, no,
2: that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm frustrated with. I think comparing Jabari to him is not even bad either. Because what is does KD I can see? KD is a, a shot cracking fucking guru, and that's literally what Jabari does.
1: And Imani Bates, yeah, Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Who's he compared to? He was compared to KD. So yeah, I compare him on. Yes, he was.
0: I know he was. That's what I said. Uh, but like, why? Like, it, I think because it's just he
1: can do. He has. I'm not saying because you're Joey, I don't think you understand that just because someone compares them to him, that they're going to be the next KD. That's not how comparisons work. They play well, similar I, styles. Like, like That's remember, how it works.
0: remember when they were comparing uh, Lonzo to Magic Johnson? Like I don't because know how dude, the style
1: of basketball I get play. It, but-
0: it's like fucking just so
1: stupid i just yeah but it's it. not like that's who they're gonna be yeah i get what that, you mean like Amani bates i can see why they compared in katie because the reason is because he's a, he can create his own shot and he has the same build that makes sense and he's a shot creator just like katie like <laughs> i mean i just think it's ridiculous so i don't know i and and like i said brandon ingram was a perfect example he was he literally – and look, he's killing it. Obviously, he's not no KD because it's going to be impossible to – almost impossible to catch KD. But Brandon Ingram is having a hell of a career. being no, compared but to like KD, now, now I'm just
0: – but right now I'd just way rather see somebody compare fucking Imani base to Brandon Ingram compared to like the most skilled basketball
1: player I've ever seen ever. That's – but like that's the thing though. You compare him to the best because that's like the – if you compare him to Brandon Ingram – Brandon Ingram was like compared to KD, so like in, a, in an event, it kind of works out like that. You compare him to the best, so people have an idea of how good they can be. Uh, I don't know, like a ceiling thing. Yeah, well, I a understand ceiling. those guys you said make no sense, but Amani Bates, I can see it. Jabari Smith, I can see it.
2: Yeah, because like, if it's like when you compare, like, fucking, Josh Jackson, Cam Reddish. Those no, or I, I was thinking, like, somebody who's fucking – like, I looked up Anthony Average. Anthony Average is, like, compared to, like, Dwayne Wade, which, like, actually makes sense kind of. But I was thinking his was going to be, like, fucking Michael Jordan or something. But, like, you <laughs> see, nobody's going to be compared to, like, Jordan or LeBron for a reason because, obviously, no one's ceiling is going to be, like, expected to be yeah. Jordan or LeBron. And I mean, we've But, seen like, KD – Yeah, but, like, KD's just, like – they compare all the guys who are just, like, our shot creators who are tall and lengthy. So if you're which, a tall, lengthy a, shot creator, which – like, you compare it because they're tall, lengthy shot creators. Because, like how many what t- other, like, what other tall, lengthy shot creator is there in the NBA? Exactly, there's only I'm one. Just it's Katie, like, exactly. it so it makes sense. Like, the it just
0: the so fucking outlandish to just compare somebody to Kevin Durant. Like, it's just, I, no, Joey, right. I understand That's what you're saying. Because, like, think in,
2: Kevin Durant is like unbelievable. Like, you can't like really they... touch him
0: how good he is, but I don't know. They still got like the builds and everything, but I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I,
2: I think it makes perfect sense. I'm trying to see if like Jason okay. Tatum or something was compared. I want to see. I want to know if somebody who was compared that actually like is good or something. But Brandon
3: when, Ingram.
0: Hey, when while you're doing that, Jay Wright, he uh, steps out and is Villanova's coach. I mean, he had a team like full of like seniors, and now that they're done, I mean, I they, even, they might know.
1: all be back, Joe. Seriously? Yeah. Justin Moore was only a junior. Caleb Daniels has a decision to make. Brandon Slater, I think he said he's coming back. And then Dixon's coming back. And Archie Dacono and uh Brian Antone. Didn't they just get a transfer? I don't know. I know they have Whitmore coming in. He's a freshman. He's a he's a oh,
0: okay. an that, that American. Probably, yeah.
1: But they lose Samuels and Gillespie. And no, then that, maybe that's fucking crazy
0: died. though. That Jay Wright, that just came out of nowhere. And yeah. shout out the Marcel guys for being like Thank you, Jay Wright, for not being a prick yeah. like Coach K, and you know, getting we your. Y'all knew that was coming. But like,
1: so like I said earlier, how like you want to commit to the school, not the pro, not the coach. Villanova is perfect example. Justin Moore is staying. Caleb Daniels has a decision to make. If he wants to come back. Slater said he's staying. Dixon staying because of the school, like the program, Villanova, and the school. So that's fucking awesome. And Whitmore, he's still there. He's not opening his thing back up i don't know
0: it is Uh, like it's like almost like a death almost because luke i (laughs) the the amount of love that luke has for that man's insane i have some
1: things to say and
0: now he's just stripped from us
2: that's why when i first saw the news like luke sent it to me i was like are you fucking kidding i'm like there's no way like all i pictured in my mind was luke just sitting like in the dark in a
0: corner just like with his head buried in his, <laughs> in his hands just like no sonic. joke yeah
2: joe he called me that was how i found out because he like i wasn't i mean listen. I me mean, and i'm just like we
1: almost I mean, cried both of us the reason i love him so much like he did it all the right way too like he's never gotten trouble for cheating or anything he's never had just a one and done guys um he just developed guys into a system they played basketball like the right way there's no technically right way to play basketball but i feel like the way jay wright played coach basketball is the right way to play basketball it's how he played, played.
0: and all of his players are
1: class acts never, yeah never got caught up in this new era where it's just like iso ball and shit he just stuck to what he knows best and that's what won games stuck to his bread and butter and it was unbelievable i mean college basketball they lost like the best
2: coach i have personally ever seen
0: luke he did it the right way the
2: j right way exactly i it's, think you could say i think you could argue for like the amount of time he coached compared to like coach k or something like he has a career like, that's basically about, right.
1: Away. It, I under I as you think about it more and more, I, I understand why he maybe uh, did retire. He's sixty years old. I know it's kind of young, but oh he's yeah, and he
0: looks like he's like forty.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he can, he brought Villanova out of the dump, and not even that. It's like he made a bunch of money, and now uh with all this like transfer shit and NIL stuff, college basketball coaches work year round. It used to be where you couldn't do that. Like you had, there were certain times where you, you had, couldn't talk to anything to players. Now it's like you're constantly and talking to transfers and shit. It's a lot, now. Well, I mean, and at
0: six he's years family, old, he might have like a grandkid now or something. You
1: he's know? got his family and shit. Yeah, but yeah,
0: probably just wants to play golf and you know have. Club I'll with give him.
1: you some Jay Wright stats that'll blow your mind. So he was hired in two thousand one, and they've they've only, they've never advanced to a Sweet Sixteen or later since the, since nineteen eighty seven. So then he comes in, they go 16 tournament appearances, eight sweet 16s, five elite eights, four final fours, and two national championships. (laughs) And like, in a span of um, 21 years. It's ridiculous. And he he ran the Big East. He has seven Big East tournament championships, seven regular season championships. I mean, he's, he's, it it sucks he's gone. It really does.
2: No, because like, It's just, like, watching that basketball, I don't think even if they get a new coach who, like, knows the system, I still don't think you'll ever be able to see, like, that kind of basketball because it's – that was the last –
3: Yeah,
2: but, like, if you were going to say, like – like, if you want to say, like, okay, now, like, old old bags will say it, they'll be like, that ain't real basketball. If they watch Villanova play, they'd be like, this is real basketball. Like, we're never going to see that ever again. Like, if – because I don't know. I don't think another coach can just come in and just coach a team like that because that was fucking – I don't know how you can get a bunch of high school kids who come in who are all high on themselves who just want to score and put and up not play and not play real like not play basketball. I guess I think you can no, say they don't they, they play don't basketball. play until they're like older though. That's the no thing. that too and like I know how like we say like like can there's no like real right way to play basketball. But if you think about it, that kind of was like the I don't know like the narrative. I don't know, but like that's kind of like what you think of when you think of like what someone says real basketball. So you have all those kids come in. Who think they're like fucking LeBron already? You tell them, okay, you're gonna shut the fuck up. You're gonna to have to jump stop. You're not gonna make bad passes. We're gonna take good shots. We're gonna work on fundamentals. I don't know how he does it. I don't and know to, how you. No, it. and
1: to kids. get the players to that commit there, and to stay that long, like you're not gonna play these first couple of years. Like he, to somehow still get them to stay after they don't play and they are expected to be like starters right out of high school. They like they think. He somehow still gets the talent. He still gets well, them to stay for that's four years. Probably
0: why he left though, because this transfer portal—they're like saying like there's gonna be no more depth in college sports. Like if you're a guy who's like can play anywhere, like you're gonna go and play there. And they're saying like, I mean, if you think about your Jay Wright, your guy who builds your program with like experienced players, guys who've been there. And I mean, if they have the opportunity to go play at another D1 school, they're gonna leave. And I mean, I imagine that's a huge fucking thorn in his side. Cause it's not like he's a guy going out getting
1: top fucking recruits. Like, that's why they would stay though. Is like, but yeah, he's not getting top recruits. That's why they, that's why they probably do stay because he, and credit to him for getting them to stay. The the transfer thing was around uh, a couple years ago too, is when they kind of started being really lenient about not having COVID, wasn't it? He still got him to stay.
0: Like, COVID opened up the transfer portal, didn't it?
1: Yeah, Yeah, kind of. A little bit before that, too. Well, it's always been like a – Like, two years before COVID, it was like a big thing. Like, the best players always somehow got away with being able to play right away. And, some and like, the – Oh, yeah, right, right. So, it's always been there. It's just – I don't know how he does it. In a world that's one and done and guys just want to get out and just play best, like, play, he gets them to stay. The the biggest thing was uh Jermaine Samuels. I don't know if you re- saw that uh video that he came out with. Jermaine Samuels like he was like when he was a freshman, he would call his dad every day. He wouldn't want to go to practice, not do anything because he wasn't playing. And somehow he said Jay Wright just kept telling me like, "You're gonna be a big part of this. You're gonna do it, like and and look at where he was." No, I just
2: I just thought of it in my fucking head, but I'm starting to forget. God, what was I wasn't gonna say. Oh, what else is, like, here's why I think he's such a good coach, because, honestly, don't get too mad over this, Luke, but, like, the team he had this year, talent-wise, compared to any other team his other team, yeah. The, I don't, like, even, like, some of them years, they were good. Even, like, dude, like, I don't even think the talent-wise is even close to some of the teams we saw. Like, you saw, like, obviously Kansas was – obviously they lost just more in that game. But Kansas, like, you look at, like, talent-wise, I think Kansas is way more. Duke had way more. North Carolina – way more Gonzaga obviously didn't make far, but like they have way more all those teams I think have way more talent than over like every year but they still because of the way they play and like like you said they're all old and experienced they can just beat the kids like Duke they're one of the most talented teams in basketball. Coin poise they play with poise. The poise poise
1: <laughs> poise yeah I mean I mean maybe he did cheat that we don't know about but I can't see it and <laughs> Like every other coach is getting in trouble nowadays for cheating and paying players and all this shit. And he's he's got two final two four final fours do, two national championships back up. And I don't know how you game. can catch.
0: Do you see cheating. that uh video of Lane Kiffin? He like picked up a recruit at the uh airport in his Rolls Royce, and he's got like the uh starlight roof, you know. And uh, literally, there's no one in the car. Like the the recruit's sitting in the back seat. Then there's nobody else but Lane Kiffin driving. And uh, like the guy, the recruit asks like Lane where they're going or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, I'm taking you to the hotel." And he's like, "I'll drive you wherever you want as long as you, uh, as long as you commit to the miss." And he like holds up his Miss City shirt, and uh, the kid's like, "Yes, sir. Like no problem." Like imagine that though. Like you get picked up at the fucking airport in a Rolls Royce by your football coach, and he's just like, "Yeah, if you commit,
1: I'll do whatever the fuck you want." Like I don't know. I think Kevin's a baller.
2: Dude, he yeah. does. He, he bends some rules because, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, fuck, is SEC football like you better? Bend. Oh, they, they all get of that shit. There's no way. There's no way some of them get that many recruits that every single year. Like, there's got to be. You're something. an SEC football
0: coach. You have the entire state wrapped around your finger.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But anyway, do we got anything else? Oh, I found something. No, Joe. Okay, like this doesn't. I couldn't really find too many guys who are compared to KD. But you want to know who KD was compared to? Maybe, like, you know what I'm saying? KD was compared to – here's how hard it was to compare KD to someone, too, though, because KD was compared to Dirk and then Tracy McGrady. Yeah, right. Like, compare KD to Dirk right now.
0: He's, well, Dirk is my favorite player of all time. But, uh, <laughs> but
2: no, that that would fucking suck. I get yeah. Like, you saw, it's hard to compare him because, like, like they had to compare him to Dirk, who's a power forward who's really slow, and KD's like
0: a mobile. We just had the height and the shooting ability. So what they literally
2: did, they took Dirk and T. Max, so they had like two different guys to compare him. But really, you had to take both of them and put them together.
0: Yeah, like to when Zion, when Zion was coming up, I said if like LeBron and Draymond had sex, you have Zion, but like a war shooter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's All fair. Days, I mean,
1: but... weird thought, but yeah. But the thing with KD is he. His legacy is not uh, aging too well right now.
2: Oh well, yeah, you want to know why? Because we're, he's going
1: to
0: get we're recording this. People. We're recording this. Uh, what is it, segment or whatever? Recorded the college basketball part with Coin earlier than, or yeah, earlier than what we're going to record our
2: uh, NBA. But
0: uh, yeah, you'll hear that by now. By the time you listen to
2: this. Yeah, like well, it's hard to score on the greatest uh, defense ever in the NBA has ever seen, the Boston Celtics.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) that was college basketball. Well, I guess that was the whole episode. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. We're going to have a draft on you Wednesday. Couldn't do it last week. Luke and Logan went up to the uh, T-Wolves game and uh, (laughs) blew a 26-point lead. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, Take her easy.
3: Little boy in a baseball hat. Stands in the field with his ball and bat Says I am the greatest player of them all Puts his bat on his shoulder and he tosses up his ball And the ball goes up and the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still you can hear the sound The baseball fall the ground now the little boy doesn't say a word picks up his ball he is undeterred says I am the greatest there has ever been and he grits his teeth and he tries it again and the ball goes up the ball comes down, swings his bad all the way around The world's so still you can hear the sound The baseball falls to the ground